Hello everyone, and it's good to be back again um, with this next set segment concerning proper contemplation. So as you know, we've been working towards what we need in order to proper properly practice. So there's a lot of important aspects of our life that I think that people discount uh, in order to do proper practice or proper meditation. And it's interesting because a lot of people simply think that sitting down and either meditating or simply chanting is the practice itself. However, the effectiveness of the practice, and, and this is found both in the Lotus Sutra and many other sutras as well, as especially uh, the Makashikam concerning proper contemplation, proper practice, and what that means is because Actually, it's kind of interesting that people believe that they can uh, promote change in their lives without actually changing anything concerning behavior, uh, concerning um, actions towards society, to others, and to oneself, and then also preparing the body, etc. That actually there's a lot of steps and a lot of things to be taken into consideration when we wish to move forward to understanding our practice and to get the maximum understanding and maximum effect of our practice. I believe that that's why we haven't seen uh, so many effective changes. Uh, I mean, of course, people have uh, changed in their life, perhaps their view of one part or one attitude or one behavior. But Buddhism is about a whole body uh, healing uh, and also a whole body uh, exercise, a whole body, whole body, mind, spirit, all of those three aspects being brought together in which they're all being purified as we hear and see in the Lotus Sutra. So in order to do that, and, and, and once again, this is what I think will affect a difference in our practice and that this is the correct practice that uh, especially Master Tiantai uh, and our founder Nichiren Shonen was trying to bring forth to us through their works, and also you can see this properly in the work Kanjin Honzon Sho, which we'll discuss later. But the important thing that we realize is that there's a lot involved, and that's why this can't be just one single aspect of our life that we, on Wednesdays or on Sundays, simply practice meditation. Uh, it has to be a path. That means it's something that is continuously being walked. Uh, continuously being uh, followed, and that if we just simply uh, do it once in a while, this won't effectively uh, affect any particular big change, especially as deep as we wish to um, realize or understand as Buddhist practitioners. So one of the interesting things about contemplation, and that's essentially what we're doing, and contemplation is it actually it's interesting it's after my own name kanjin uh, hence we have the word kanjin honzon sho correct contemplation on the correct object of veneration now what does this mean uh, for a lot of people as i stated buddhism has been watered down uh, the practices have been generalized uh, for uh, a mass amount of people whereas in buddhism like a good physician the buddha would simply give these teachings to each individual according to their body type, according to their uh, spiritual fitness, etc. And that there isn't a one-size-fits-all. One 
uh, we are all able to understand it through the teaching that was passed on through Nichiren Shonen, uh, through the teaching of the Lotus Sutra. That is the vehicle that we can all fit into. However, uh, the practices are quite different in that way. And also, the way that we practice, the different levels, etc., uh, have to be realized and that a good physician doesn't simply prescribe the same medicine for everyone. There's a great parable within the um, uh, Nirvana Sutra speaking about the cure uh, that in some Vedic traditions they would use milk uh, as a cure-all. And there's this great parable, parable about a physician who simply uses milk to cure everything, uh, to cure everything and causes people to be sick. And then actually when the proper time is to use it, uh, people are afraid to use it because they think that it will cause illness and sickness and potentially death. So what I would like, again, going back to the previous episodes that we had, is looking into these uh, preparatory, what we need to be doing on a daily basis, moment-to-moment basis, uh, and, and, and that is in a way preparing ourselves that when we practice, we're practicing with our full capacity. And it's interesting because um, one of the important parts, the first step, is actually the five precepts. Now, a lot of people uh, in a lot of traditions, they some traditions specify and only focus on the precepts. But the precepts are a preliminary idea in order to work within a social order. So there are two kinds of precepts. One for the social order, and that means with other people, external situations, and the internal. Uh, another uh, five for the internal, which means for our own discipline. So if you're not aware of the five precepts, now one thing I'd like to preface that with is that people become so obsessed with the precepts themselves. However, precepts are guidelines, uh, and guidelines in which when we interact with others, uh, those are our standards. And those standards, of course, are what we continuously look into to see about proper action. Uh, as you know, within the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, all correct, correct action, correct speech, etc. All of this is done uh, through observing the precepts, and they're all interconnected. So it's, it's interesting that actually, in order to uphold the precepts, the most essential part of that, and we know from the Six paramita. The first two paramita are what? The first is giving or charity. The second is uh, precepts. And the third is patience. However, patience is the power of all practitioners that allow them to conquer all evil and to manifest the special deeds in the assembly within the Sangha. Patience allows one to uphold and keep the perfections, that's the, the paramitas, of charity and the precepts so that they will not be broken. Also, it, it uses the symbology of patience as a great ship with one, which one is able to cross from the shore of suffering, samsara, to the other shore of nirvana. And that actually patience uh, they alert to uh, an, an, another simile or metaphor of a wild boar polishing and wiping of a mountain of gold. The benefits are illuminated thereby. So therefore, this 
kind of wild mind going back and forth is actually, in a way, polishing the mountain uh, unknowingly. And then, therefore, the illustrious gold is, is beautified and becomes dazzling and beautiful. So it's very interesting that, um, and there's a great video if you have a chance to go on to our YouTube channel of my teacher, uh, Tsukamoto Shonen, teaching about patience. Now, patience is a very important preparatory understanding and practice, which means that patience uh, we use as an offense and defense. Uh, that means we protect ourselves and we protect others with it. And also, we hesitate uh, to move quickly but look deeply. That is that idea of contemplation and insight, to see deeply into the causes and effects of our life. Therefore, we are able to exemplify the first of the two paramita by the third. That is the idea of charity. Now, in charity, most people think giving money, and actually uh, many Buddhist practitioners are very kind. Uh, however, some have a stingy mind. Also, uh, the idea of giving means to share the Dharma with others, such as we're doing here. But the other reciprocal side of that is that uh, the person on the other end understands and appreciates the sharing of the Dharma. And so, therefore, they share that uh, through dana or ofuse, which means giving. Uh, that is what we give our uh, efforts to, our wealth to, to the Dharma, so that we can be able to continually share it with others. And then from that, we then go on to the precepts. The precepts being these guidelines between our interaction of self and others within a society. So therefore, I would like you to just take a moment uh, and in your insight practice, uh, concentrate and see and uh, cultivate the essence of patience so that you will be able to, in our next upcoming talk, uh, be able to understand the preparatory understanding of Ofuse and especially uh, the precepts. So I thank all of you for your time uh, and your commitment to our practice. Namu Myoho Renge Kyo. Thank you.